Welcome to the Justin and Luke Show. The Ultimate Practice. What medical school forgot to teach you about building the life of your dreams. Written by Justin Hewall and Luke Infinger. Narrated by Million Quinteros. Chapter 10, The Patient Experience. We have been talking about the patient experience throughout this book, and we cannot emphasize it enough. The days of patients accepting long wait times and uncourteous service just because it is the norm in a doctor's office are long gone. In today's world, patients have become customers who expect to be treated well. They know they have choices, and they demand good service and value if they are going to invest their money in a doctor's office. If they have a negative experience, they will not hesitate to go somewhere that offers a better experience. They want to feel valued and know that they are important to you and your practice. The patient experience is your opportunity to turn patients into loyal customers and wow them at every touch point. It starts from the first time they have an interaction with your practice, whether they fill out a form on your website, call to inquire, or message your practice on Facebook or Instagram. You and your team must ensure that every step in the process is providing the highest level of patient experience possible. You can afford to have a dissatisfied patient. Why is this so important? When patients are happy, they tell their friends and family and send referrals to you. If they have a bad experience, you're lucky if they just leave quietly and find another doctor. More likely, though, they will tell 12 or more friends and family not to go to your office. They may even post on social media, which results in everyone in their network knowing about the bad service they received in your office. If they post a negative review on Google, you're going to have to manage that review to minimize its impact. With the speed at which information travels today, you cannot afford to have a dissatisfied patient. People search for reviews on Google to decide whether or not to contact a business. The unfortunate reality is that bad reviews and experiences are talked about more often, travel further, and have a longer-lasting impact than good reviews. Creating a fantastic patient experience needs to be part of your mission if you want to build a successful practice. When your team puts in the effort to do so, the results come back to you. Patients who have a good experience refer. And if their referral reports that they had a positive experience, it causes them to keep wanting to refer. However, this exceptional experience is all dependent on all the interactions each patient has with you and your team at each of the various touch points. Touch points where your office has the opportunity to create an exceptional patient experience include Number 1. The initial inquiry, usually a phone call. Number 2. The follow-up. Number three, the consultation. Number four, follow-up appointments. The initial inquiry. Turning patients into loyal customers who rave about you all starts with the first touch point, the initial inquiry. A potential patient will either fill out a form on your website, call in to inquire, or leave a voicemail in the hopes that your team will get back to them quickly. There are so many reasons for why handling this first touch point well is important and the number of offices that we have been in that do this badly astounds us. This is the first chance that your team has to make an impression, and a good impression could result in referrals before the lead even becomes a patient. 
if the lead is calling around to gather information or make a decision on which office to choose. The first impression will either sway them towards or away from your office. Every initial inquiry is the potential for a new patient worth thousands of dollars to the practice. They should be treated like valuable gems. If another office handles their follow-up better than your office, you will lose out on the money that a lead would have spent in your office. This is a very costly mistake, especially if you have been spending money to generate leads only to have your marketing dollars make money for your competitor. In our experience, when a doctor engages us to implement our patient acquisition and retention framework, and we go in to do an initial meeting with their practice, we find that the staff will try to get in touch with a potential patient once and then give up. In some of the worst cases, the staff just assumes that online leads are poor quality and ignore the lead altogether. We have actually gone right to the source and spoken with leads who have told us, that they filled out multiple forms online and called the practice more than once and never received a follow-up call. This is a serious issue and a sign that the office staff does not have protocols for lead follow-up or clearly defined roles that dictate who is responsible for handling critical steps in patient acquisition process. This all reflects back to making sure your team understands your goals for the practice and are living and breathing your mission and core values. The Lead Follow-Up Cycle One of the first procedures that we ensure the team has clearly laid out in their playbook is our Lead Follow-Up Cycle. We make sure that there is a staff member who is responsible for lead follow-up and accountable for tracking the inquiries, what was done, and whether or not they converted. Use our Lead Follow-Up Cycle in your office and watch how it increases your rate of conversion. This must be initiated within five minutes of a lead making a formal inquiry. Because according to www.lead-responsemanagement.org, you are 100 times more likely to contact that lead within the first 5 minutes than if you let it cool down for even 30 minutes. Steps in the Lead Follow-Up Cycle Number 1. Phone the lead immediately. Number 2. Leave a voicemail if they don't answer. Number 3. Send a text message acknowledging their inquiry. Number four, follow up with an email. Repeat this four-step cycle twice before your team stops pursuing a lead. It takes an average of six touch points before you successfully contact a lead. We recommend that your team goes through the lead follow-up cycle twice, because if they do it only once, there is a chance that you're missing out on contacting that lead. We also recommend tracking this and we do have a tracking system that we use with our clients to help them improve their follow-up and lead conversion. The majority of people work 9-to-5 jobs, and they are most likely trying to get in touch with you on their lunch or their break. If you initiate the lead follow-up cycle within the first 5 minutes, you may be able to catch them before their lunch or break ends. People are also becoming more and more likely to screen calls with phone numbers they don't recognize. This is why leaving a voicemail and following up with a text message and email are so important. People are more likely to respond to text messages and emails while at work versus answering a call. We have included a sample script that our offices use when responding to leads by text message. You can add this script to your playbook for responses by text. Sample text message lead follow-up script. Hello with patient name. I'm scheduler name, and work at the practice name. 
I saw you requested an appointment for a consultation at our office and wanted to shoot you a text in case that was a better way to reach you. If your competition is doing this kind of follow-up and your office is not, the lead that you likely spent advertising dollars to attract to your website will be snapped up by the office who knows the importance that proper follow-up has on the patient experience. When you do get people calling in to inquire, or your team member in the role of scheduler successfully gets them on the phone during a follow-up call, the focus of that interaction should be scheduling that lead for a consultation. There are vital things that need to happen on that call to ensure a great patient experience and that you're converting these inquiries into paying customers. In order to facilitate this process, your scheduler must address the following during this call. How to handle a phone inquiry of follow-up call. Number one, the lead's name, email, and phone number must be gathered. Number two, pricing needs to be discussed properly. Number three, frequently asked questions need to be answered as laid out in your playbook. Number four, an offer for a consultation needs to be made. The offer for the consultation also serves as a response to questions that your team member is not qualified to be answering. One of the reasons that the office visits we do for the doctors we work with are so valuable is that we get to see firsthand what is going on in the trenches. We see and hear things that we would never know otherwise. We have come across so many practices who are great at providing information and answering questions on the phone, but then they don't ask for the lead's contact information or present an offer of a consultation. They thank the person for calling in and advise them to call back if they have any other questions. Answering questions without presenting an offer means that your staff are turning these leads from warm to hot and then letting them go so another practice can snatch them up and turn them into a loyal customer. When patients go into a doctor's office, they have been trained to dread the experience because 30 to 60 minute wait times have been the norm in the industry for so long. Even though they have a scheduled appointment, they know they're most likely going to be waiting. By eliminating this wait time and providing an efficient and enjoyable visit, your office can provide a patient experience that blows the majority of medical offices out of the water. If they experience a long wait time for their initial consultation, imagine the impression this makes. If your treatment involves several follow-up visits and they have already been frustrated by a long wait, this will have an impact on their conversion and their likelihood to refer their friends and family. Going the distance to make these touch points enjoyable and efficient leads to happy patients and increased practice revenues. Our top performing practices put time and effort into creating a fun and relaxing office that gives patients a kind of spa experience. The best ones have a high-quality coffee bar, snacks available, free Wi-Fi, smoothies, ice cream, cookies, and more. Having an environment of this nature makes patients look forward to coming into your practice because it's more than a standard trip to the doctor's office. When they feel appreciated and valued, it makes them want to come back and refer. Consultations and follow-up appointments Another common thread among our highest-earning doctors is the way they handle their patient interactions. Although it may seem counterintuitive, shorter is actually better. Follow-up visits to the doctor are touch points that can be made exceptional by the entire team. Time spent with the doctor is only part of the experience. When done right, each visit to the office can be a wow experience 
because of the connection with the doctor, the support and efficiency of the staff, delivering non-specialized parts of the treatment, and value-added services that take the visit to the next level. We recommend 5 to 10 minutes per patient. Our doctors who are bringing in the most revenue are the ones who have their consults down to a science and don't spend more than 10 minutes with one patient. During this consultation, it's essential to make a connection with the patient by welcoming them, thanking them for coming in, and assuring them that they are in the right place. We have seen some doctors who literally want to spend an hour with each patient. The doctor's time is the most valuable commodity, and this makes it impossible to grow revenue. With only so many hours in a day, it is necessary to find the balance and the right process, so the patient is being wowed by each and every team member when the doctor is not in the room. The more information you provide to a patient during the consultation, the more you are shooting yourself in the foot. Patients can only absorb so much information before they feel overwhelmed and confused. They can end up leaving, feeling like they haven't found the solution to their problem. If you focus on spending a smaller amount of time with patients and developing a deeper connection with them, they leave feeling much more valued and confident that they are in the right place. Your team can handle delivering any additional information, if even necessary, and you can get to the next patient where the value of your time is most efficiently spent. Your most significant limiting factor in generating revenue is how much time you have in a day to see patients. If you shorten your consultations to include only essential time needed to deliver your expertise and delegate all other non-specialized tasks, you can see more patients in a day and increase your revenue. Don't let patients leave empty-handed. As patients are leaving your practice, they should not be leaving empty-handed. Your team should be giving them a bag of goodies, a swag bag, or some kind of gift. Some of our best offices give away mugs, t-shirts, and beach towels. These gifts show them your gratitude and reinforce how much you value them as a patient. To help your online presence, you can ask patients to take photos with you to post on social media. Moreover, if you tag them, it encourages them to talk about their experience and even leave you a positive review. Keep in mind that if you are going to take photos, you will need to have patients sign a simple waiver. One of our clients, Dr. Clark, has been incorporating these fun aspects into his office for some time now, and it's reaping the rewards. He is considered the fastest-growing orthodontic practice in the country. He gives out swag bags, Starbucks gift cards, he takes photos with his patients, and he has a luxury coffee bar set up in his waiting room. He also does excellent giveaways for his patients, which he shares on social media, where he gets hundreds, sometimes thousands of likes and shares. He's put in the effort to give his patients the experience that makes them feel like they're at a spa, not a doctor's office. When we walk into a practice and see that there haven't been any upgrades or improvements for 30 years, our immediate thought is, this isn't a top-performing practice. We're right nearly 100% of the time. Creating a standout patient experience through friendly team interactions and a fun and inviting environment makes the choice of your office a no-brainer. The patient experience is such a pivotal factor in the success of a practice that we have mentioned it in every chapter. All aspects of marketing, growing your practice, adding new services, increasing your revenue, and improving your quality of life all hinge on how well your practice does in this one area. Without an exceptional patient experience, all your efforts and dollars invested in growing your practice 
are wasted. In the next chapter, we are going to cover how the most successful practices in the country work with their marketing companies to build the practices and lifestyles that are the envy of their professions. We'll show you how we partner with our clients to implement our patient acquisition and retention framework and handle the business side of things so they can stay focused where their efforts generate the most revenue, serving patients. This has been The Ultimate Practice, what medical school forgot to teach you about building the life of your dreams. Written by Justin Hewall and Luke Infink, narrated by Million Quinteros. For more information, visit justinandluke.com.